Shalom. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the Jayberg Wilk Learning Series for 2018-2019. I'm Shmuley Yanklowitz, President and Dean of Valley Beit Midrash. Here at VBM, we strive to bring you only the highest quality of Jewish learning. Bringing pluralistic and innovative Jewish programming to the Jewish community that craves substance and insight is our passion, but we cannot do it alone. To support our endeavors, please consider donating a tax-deductible contribution to our organization. By doing so, you will be supporting meaningful Jewish educational content, funding the next generation of leaders, as well as furthering Jewish wisdom to people all over the country and all over the world. Please visit www.valleybaitmadrash.org. Thank you so much and enjoy the program. In Yiddish, the traditional greeting is Shalom Aleichem, which means peace unto you. And the reply is Aleichem Shalom, which means unto you peace. So we'll try it again. Shalom Aleichem. Thank you so much uh, for welcoming me. Thank you so much for welcoming me. This is my first time in Phoenix and first time in this shul. And it's a privilege and pleasure to, to join you out here. Um, I know that we're a bit far from Pesach from Passover, but I've got a couple of questions that we're just going to start out with. The first is, what is a young pisher, young person like myself, doing up here speaking about Yiddish? The second is, what is Yiddish? The third is, why are we using Yiddish as a vehicle to explore, Yiddish song in particular, to use, as a vehicle to explore Jewish history? So, as it means, my, my grandfather, Yassel Mlotek, who was the editor of the Yiddish newspaper, The Forward, and worked for many years um, at the Workmen's Circle as the education director, would always begin his remarks by saying in Yiddish, which means, before I begin, I'd like to share a few words. My, I, I grew up with Yiddish as part of my family's musical and spiritual DNA. My grandmother was, the, uh, was also a columnist at the Forward for many years and worked as a music archivist at the Yivo, which was a Yiddish is a Yiddish research institute in downtown Manhattan. And so growing up, Yiddish was my first language, not because I grew up in a Haredi or ultra-Orthodox home, but because it, I came from a, a it was a, passionately secular and cultural uh, milieu. We had a third Seder, a third Passover Seder. Traditionally, there are only two. But we had a third one, and the third one had no mention of God whatsoever. It was all Yiddish workers' songs and the like, which was bizarre because Passover is all about how God takes the Israelites out of Egypt. There's no mention of, uh, or little mention of Moses in, in that regard. But in the Yiddish milieu, it became flipped, and so that was my experience growing up. We, were, we went to Yiddish folk arts festivals and klezmer retreats. I grew up performing on the Yiddish stage since I was about three years old. And so that was my context. When I would grow to synagogue or camp or school, I never really understood the trope of Yiddish as this dead or dying language because for me it was the language that I spoke with my grandparents and it was very much alive and vibrant. So, and Yiddish, 
as a language, right, as a, language, as a rich history in and of itself, spoken for over a thousand years by Jews all over Eastern Europe. And today, this afternoon, we're going to experience it in one particular realm as a sort of a history guide. We'll sing songs, um, these you should have in your packets before you. We'll have songs of learning, songs of love, of labor, of celebration, struggle, defiance, um, songs that I believe breathe a certain vivaciousness and, um, and zest into Jewish life. And so we'll dive right in. The first song, the first song comes from pre-war Poland, from the city of Krakow. And the author is a man by the name of Mordechai Gebirtig. Gebirtig was so popular that his songs were sung on both sides of the Atlantic before World War II. That people thought them just to be folk songs. And we'll return to Gebirtig later on uh, in, the, in the class when, uh, as we... Move as we move closer to the war, but these these songs for the time period are all pre-war, pre-destruction, pre-churban, as we'd say in Yiddish, and it's a conversation really between a frustrated father and a vildachaya of a son, a frustrated son. So I'm on the bottom of page one, reading the translations now before we'll sing it together. The father asks, "What will be with you, Muttel?" Tell me, it's not enough that you have no interest whatsoever in learning, but you have to bother the Rebbe, the teacher? I hear you're hitting other kids, Muttel, and disturbing the other ones from learning. To which Muttel replies, Not true, Tati, not true what the Rebbe says. He's a bad guy, no credentials whatsoever. Why doesn't he tell you how he hits us? Just take a look at my black and blue. It was a tiny fight between Avremel and me. He tore my chumash, and that's why the Rebbe hit us. He tore my Bible. That's why the, the teacher slapped us. The father grows more aggravated. Muttel, what will be with you? The neighbors are talking. I've got to believe them. They say you're running around chasing Yannick's pigeons. Now you tell me, is that the proper thing for a pious Jew to do, to waste his time chasing pigeons? Muttel, tell me the truth. Yesterday... Did you break a neighbor's window with a stone? Not true, Tati. Only a little piece of the window pane was broken and can be easily fixed. I don't fool around. I just observe how beautifully the pigeons fly, how happy they hop at the courtyards, how prettily they peck and suddenly rise and fly away to join another pigeon in the sky. Muttel, Muttel, what will become of you? Answer me. You're a grown boy now, you know. When I was your age, I knew the entire Gemara by heart. A Jew must study the Torah with great joy and not have foolishness in mind. Happy is he who excels before God and man who studies well and earns his living. Zadie once told me a bit about you, that you too also chased pigeons, <laughs> that you were not all that much better than me, that your Rebbe gave you a whipping, but now you're learned and have security, so... Tati, don't have such fear. When I'm grown up, I'll be just like you. I'll earn a living and study Torah. Mordechai Kibirtig, 1920s. Was wedes auf sein Mottel sagte mir, bist ege noch von früher geworden. Backlockt hat sich der Rebbe heint auf dir, als du der Geist im seine Jorden. 
Sis nicht genug, du willst nicht lernen, go. Dem Reben nebuch tust du de Zähnen. Schlag sich herum und spielst sich nur. Und stellst die Kinder, lach das Lernen. Nicht der Mist hatte, was der Rebbe sagt. Ein schlechter Mensch, nicht aus ein Gleichen. Vor was erzählt er nicht, wie er uns schlagt. Es hat ein Jü, dem bläuen Zeichen. Komm mit Avremlin sich zu wert und bläus. Er hat mein Chumischel zerrissen. Der Fahr hat uns der Rebbe auf sein Scheus. Noch mit einigen durchgeschmissen. Oi, was wird es auf sein Motto und verdreuf? Die Schreinem sorgen, ich muss eh gläuben. Du juckt sich ganze Tage rum in Häuf und chave sich mit Janiks Teuben. Sie ist doch schön für jeden Sorg allein, mit Teuben sehr um zu joggen. Hast nach dem Motto wieder mit der Stein, dem Scheuchens Scheuben. Eus geschlagen, nicht emist hat es ist nur keimer eus. A stickel scheib, mir kann es zu kleppen. Ich jog sich nicht, ich guck sich zu nur bläus. Wie schön die Teiber lach sie schweben. Wie frei sie springen sich herum in Häuf. Wie schön die Kerden lach sie picken. Wie schnell sie geben sich a loser auf. Wenn sie a fremde Teub de Blicken. Hoi, was wird es auf sein Motto? Ich frag dich nur. A größe Jung, kein eine Hore. Wenn ich bin gewesen als Kind 13 Jahr, gekennt wie Wasser die Gemore. A jed muss lernen, teure mit größ Fred. Nicht hab Narrigkeit in Sinnen. Als wohl der Mensch, was ist zu Gott zu leid. Was kann gut lernen und Geld verdienen? Der Seder hat einmal erzählt von dir. Flexst euch noch teilbarlich sich jagen. Bist euch viel besser nicht gewinnt von mir. Dein Rebbe hat dich euch geschlagen. Hein kannst du lernen und uns Geld dazu. Habt hat in you vermischen von mir kein Meure. Wenn ich will werden, groß will ich wie du, verdienen Geld und lernen Teure. Wenn ich will werden, groß will ich wie du, verdienen Geld und lernen Teure. Thank you. Mordechai Gebirtig, 1920s. This is a song that, I don't know about you, but feels like it could have been taken just maybe minus the the teacher abuse, the physical abuse, but it seems like a story of any student studying with maybe ADHD. <laughs> we'll turn the page to page two. A song from the Haskalah period. My Bubby would explain that these songs were really portholes, you know, time machines into, into Jewish life. Sure, you can read um, a history book or an article and get a vision, but you hear the poems or you hear the music and the song from the previous, po from the previous poem, Gebirtig composed, and was, is in the style of a traditional learning melody. If you've ever been in a Beit Midrash in a house of study, you might hear that often accompanying the learning is a, a certain wordless melody that, that goes along with the study. And so that's, that's a tune that 
that Gebirtig used for that song. But each of these songs, each of them are a porthole and a window, really, into Jewish life. This is a song from the Haskalah period, time of Jewish en en enlightenment, written by Velvel Zwarber towards the later end of the enlightenment. And while the melody is very sweet and gentle, you'll see the words, the words are meant to be sarcastic. The words are really meant to poke fun of, it's in the voice of, of, of the religious, of the religious, of the chassid, of the follower of, of the rabbi, but it's poking fun, actually, of their, of their let's call, blind faith. du <laughs> philosoph. Mit dein ketzischen Meuchel, oi kummer her zum Rebenstisch und lern sich das Eichel. Come here, you philosopher with your cat-like brains. Come on over to the Rebbe's table and learn some real wisdom. Adam Schiffhaus, du eus getracht. So you thought of a steamboat und nimmst dem mit sich eben. You take great pride in that. Der Rebbe spreit sein Ticholois und spannt der Yamaribe. The Rebbe spreads his kerchief and crosses the ocean. An Eisenbahn hast du euch geklärt. Und meinst du bist a Choditz, dem Rebbe später Rebbe lacht, er darf das auf Kapore. So you vented a, a steam train and you think you're a keen fellow. The Rebbe dallies, he laughs, he's got no use for it. Zu weißt du denn, was der Rebbe tut? Beschasse sitzt bechidest. Do you even know what the Rebbe does when he sits alone in solitude? In ein minute in Himmel flit, in just one minute he flies to the heavens, und prave dort and eats his third Sabbath meal there. That's a song that was made popular by Theo Bekel and Chava Alberstein, who, who, recorded, who recorded that song. That's a song of the Haskalah period. The next song will turn just a couple of years forward, written by the beloved and great Yiddish author Shalom Aleichem. People heard of Shalom Aleichem before? So Shalom Aleichem was, of course, the author of the Tevye stories, which later became Fiddler on the Roof, which is now being presented in New York in Yiddish for the first time in America. But Shalom Aleichem, while he mostly wrote, uh, song, wrote, wrote stories, actually wrote a couple of songs, and this is, this is one of them. Um, and it's a song of longing, really, for America. It's, the voice is, is the voice of so many um, immigrant mothers. You can imagine um, mothers singing these, this type of lullaby to their, to their child. The English is as follows. Sleep, my beautiful dear child, my one and only son. Your mother sits by your cradle and sings a song, crying. One day you might understand what all this fuss was about. Schlaf, mein Kind, mein Trace, mein Schöner, schlaf, je, lulu, lulu. 
Schlaf mein Leben, mein Kadischene, schlaf, ja, schlaf, Lulu. Schlaf mein Leben, mein Kadischene, schlaf, ja, schlaf, Lulu. Bei dein Wiegel sitzt dein Mama, singt ein Lied und weint. Westermol verstehen, Mr. Mer, was sie hat gemeint. Westermol verstehen, Mr. Mer, was sie hat gemeint. In Amerika ist der Tate, your father is in America. Deine Sohn in you, du bist noch a kindless Ate, you're still a child for now. Schlaf, schlaf, Lulu, so sleep, sleep. Du bist noch a kindless Ate, schlaf, schlaf, Lulu. Das Amerika ist für jeden, that America is for everybody. Sagt man Gott a Glück, they say, what a joy. Und für jeden, Eden, and for Jews, a paradise. Epis anantik, something truly special. Und fayiden aganeden, epes anantik, doten esmen in der Wochen, chale zunin you, they eat chala in the week zunin you. Yaichalach vel ich dir kochen, and I'll bake yaichalach for you as well. Schlaf je schlaf lulu, so sleep for now. Yaichalach vel ich dir kochen, schlaf je schlaf lulu. Er wird schicken 20 Dollar, he'll send us 20 Dollars. Und sein Porträt dazu, and his picture as well. Und wir nehmen Leben soll und sahin zu, zu. And he'll bring us there, he should live so long to him. Und wir nehmen Leben soll und sahin zu, zu. Bis es kommt das gute Quittel, till that good tide comes. Schlaf in you, sleep, my dear child. Schlafen is a tired middle, sleep is the best remedy. Schlaf je schlaf, Lulu. Schlafen is a tired middle, schlaf je schlaf, Lulu. Lovely, right? You can imagine how, how that song might have been sung by so many uh, immig immigrant mothers. Again, the classic story of a father or provider going to the host country, setting up shop, setting up a new life, saving enough money to, to bring back family, his family. The song, this next song, we, take, we, we enter into the immigrant experience of so many of those Jews who, who migrate in the turn of the century to the Lower East Side. And it's a poem written by Morris Uzenf uh, Rosenfeld, who Upton Sinclair was the Pulitzer Prize winning author of, of The Jungle. He called Morris Rosenfeld the voice of the sweatshop worker. And you'll hear why, because his poems, again, paint such an urgency towards what life must have been like for, for that immigrant population. The song is called Mein Yingele, My Little Boy. I have a little boy, such a fine son. When I look at him, it seems that the whole world is mine. Seldom, though, do I see him, my beautiful, when he's awake. I always meet him sleeping. I see him only at night. My job drives me from home and lets me return oh so late. My own flesh is like a stranger to me, a stranger, my own child's looks. I come home broken in darkness, and my pale wife 
soon tells me how nicely the child plays, how sweetly he speaks, how cleverly he asks, oh mama, when will dear papa come and bring me a penny? I stand beside his little bed and see and hear and shah, quiet, a dream moves by his lips and he, as he asks, oh where, oh where is pa? I kiss these blue eyes, they open, oh my child, they see me, how they see me and quickly lock up again. And so I remain depressed and bittered and think to myself, when you awake my child, you won't find me there anymore. Die ganze Welt ist mein, nur selten, selten sehe ich ihn, mein Schönem, wenn er wacht. Ich treffe ihn im Schlafen dick, ich sehe ihn nur bei Nacht. Die Abe treibt mich früh heraus und lässt mich spät zurück. O fremd ist mir mein eigen Leib, o fremd mein Kind's Blick. Ich komme zu Klemte heim, in Finsternis gehüllt. Mein bleiche Freude zählt mir bald, wie fein das Kind sich spielt. Wie süß es red, wie klug es wreckt, o oh Mame, gute Ma, wenn kommt und bringt a Penny mir, mein gute, gute Pa. Ich steh bei sein Gelegerol, und seh und her und schah, a träum weg die Lippe lech, o oh, wo is, wo is pa. Ich kusch die bläue Egelach, sie öffnen sich, o oh, Kind, sie sehen mich, sie sehen mich, und schließen sich geschwind. Ich bleib zerbetacht und zerklemmt, verbittert und ich klär, wenn du der wachst, am oh mein Kind, gefindst du mich nicht mehr. A song of the immigrant experience, turn of the century. A song of coming home late to work, not seeing your children until, until late at night. This next song is also one of deep historical significance. It's called the lead from Titanic, the ballad of the Titanic, but it was actually written by about the sinking of an American ship before the Titanic. And then when the Titanic sunk, um, it, became, it, it became synonymous for this, for, for that episode. So again, no tweets, right? No Facebook updates, news reports that maybe came in ever so slowly, but song, song is a way of telling History song is a way of, of telling the Jewish people's story, and not only the Jewish people's story. This is a much wider national catastrophe. Surely you've heard, dear people, of the great calamity which took place by the ocean. An American ship overturned, and many people drowned. Try to imagine, dear people, the scene, how great was God's suffering when all the water flooded the machines and the electricity went out. Newlyweds sat full of joy, their happiness undisturbed by no one. They cried out, Dear God, why are you separating us? But the dear God did not listen to them. 
And the, the chorus is, a, um, is from a Russian folk song uh, and is in the form of a nigun, which is a wordless tune. It goes as follows. I die, I die, I die, die. I die, I die, I die, I die. I die, I die, I die. I die, I die, I die, I die. this liebe Menschen gehet. Was auf der Yavavam hat sich verlaufen. Ein Amerikanisches hat sich übergekehrt. Und viele Menschen sind in der Trunken geworden. Euch stellt euch vor, liebe Menschen, die Katine. Wie groß ist Gewalt, Gott sorgen. Then Philip Hasser is rein in die Maschine und die Lektere is verloschen geworden. Ei, 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 Ja da 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 ja da 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 da. Euch hassen Kalle seinen sich gesessen in Frieden. Sehr Fried hat doch keine nicht gestört. Sie haben geschrien, lieber Gott, was tust du uns zu schäden? Aber der liebe Gott hat sich zu sein nicht zugehört. Euch stellt euch vor, liebe Menschen, die Katine, wie groß ist Gewinn, Gott sorgen, wenn viele Wasser ist ein in die Maschine und die Lettere ist verloschen geworden. Ei, 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 ei. Or this song, which was popular in the Yiddish theater and then in the Yiddish in film, Yiddish cinema, was popular also at the turn of the century by the when when, when the Jewish community came over from Eastern Europe and Russia, they filled with theaters all along Second Avenue. There were dozens and dozens of theaters there where Jewish immigrants could go and get a taste of what their life back home might have looked like, perhaps in rosier pictures, or see their own current experience depicted in a way that they might not have seen it in Broadway, uptown. And so this was a song um, that comes also of the worker's plight, called Muttel der Operator. And catch how much of the Yinglish or English you'll, you'll understand in this song. Muttel der Operator, in shop dot ständig nater, he's always sewing, alle Jorden geht er um hinspan. Er dreht die Katerinke und schwitzt bei der Maschinke, Muttel is a voile, junge man. He keeps up the pace all these years. He turns his instrument, sweating by the machine. Muttel is a fine young man. 
He's got a wife and two kids. He works hard and bitterly for them. But the harder Motel works, the boss earns all the more. And Motel remains the same poor guy. So what does Motel want? He wants, he doesn't want riches or, or money. He wants bread for his wife and children from time to time, a new piece of clothing, a shoe. He doesn't want much from the world. Motel is a union man. Motel der operated as men schickt im Gator und steht mit aller in the picket line. A strike breaks out, it's lasting for 12 weeks. And Motel is a good union man. Motel, the operator, when you send him, he goes and he stands with his masses in the picket line. In Stub sein Weib und Kinder zwei, but at back home, his wife and two children. She's without bread for them. Muttel's heart hurts. Everything looks bleak to him. As he, as he walks to the shop with a sign. In picket line steht Muttel. Muttel stands there in picket line. Und ein Gangster mit a bottle, und ein Gangster with a bottle, befallen hat ihm dort mit dem Gas. Attacks him there in the middle of the street. Mit dem Flasch, was er gehalten, with a bottle that he held, hat er Mottels kurze spalten, as he cracked Mottels head. In sein eigen Blut wird Mottel nass, and Mottel becomes wet now in his own blood. Geworden ist a Tumul, a Geschrei, a Tumul, and cry arose. They bring him to his wife and children. They weep and pour tears. But Muttel cannot hear them. Muttel has already ended his job. The next song, the next song takes, us back to, takes us back to Eastern Europe back to Poland, back to the, to the writings of Mordechai Gebirtig, that legendary folk poet, who during, before the war, songs painted a vibrant picture of what Jewish life looked like. Um, and he continued to write, though, during the war and lived during, in the Krakow ghetto there. And that's where we have quite a few songs of his from the post-war, from the war period. It's something that I always um, appreciated about speaking Yiddish or knowing Yiddish, besides being able to hop on, say, the F train and travel into Hasidic land where I could, it was like a, a time war machine. But I had such a greater insight into what, um, into what my, my grandparents experienced. My father's father was a survivor and my mother's uh, mother was also a Holocaust refugee. And I never really understood in, in, th in thinking of Holocaust education how much, or why rather, the focus was solely on how Jews died and not really on how Jews lived. I've always thought that to be odd. In a way, it seemed to me like it was finishing Hitler's work 
We won't see how these Jews lived, what languages they spoke, what brought them life, what nourished, what nourished their souls for, for hundreds of years. Instead, we'll focus solely on that destructive period because it was such a destructive period. But in so doing, it, feel, it always felt as if we were only getting a piece of their story, a piece of their memory. And so that's why I cherish um, so many of these songs. These last couple of songs come from, from that time period from, of, of the Jewish people's darkest hour. This is a song of the Krakow ghetto, and the melody is in the style of a Hasidic nigun, of a, of, a, of, a, of a Jewish spiritual song. There's quite a lot of fervor in it, and it's laden with biblical imagery. I'm sure you'll, you'll catch some of those pieces, and we'll note them afterwards. Jeden soll sein Freilach, Jews, be happy. Schein nicht lang, ich hoffe, it won't be long, I hope. Sekt bald die Milchames, kum bald sehesof. The war will soon be over, and their end is in sight. Freilach no nit sorgen, nun nit arum gehen trieb. So be cheerful, don't worry, don't go around so, so sad. Hot gedul betachten, have patience, have faith. And don't take it all to heart. Given a mola homen, es wat auf euch sein sof, es wat auf euch sein sof. Ei, 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 da, 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 es wat auf euch sein sof. Ei, 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 da, 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 Only patience and faith. Don't let them go from your hand. This is our oldest of weaponry that binds us all together. Revel, dance, you hangmen. Won't be long, I hope. There once was a hangman. His end awaits you too. So revel, dance, hangman. Jews can take pain. The most difficult labor will never make us tired. Sweep, so we'll sweep. As long as you live, the sweeping is in vain. It'll never become clean here. leiden ken arbet uns machen mit. Kern soll sein Kern, kol's man ihr verzeihn. Is uns ist das Kern, s'wedor nicht werden rein. S'wedor nicht werden rein. Ei, 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 da, 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 s'wedor nicht werden rein. Ei, 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 da, 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 da. Wash, well, wash. But Cain's red mark, the blood that stems from Abel's heart, you can't wash that away. Chase us from our homes, cut, us, cut, us, cut off our beards. Jews, let us be cheerful. We'll see our enemies in hell. Waschen soll sein waschen, Kain's reuter Fleck. Evel's blood von Herzen, das wasch sich nicht weg. Treibt uns von die Dieres, schneit uns ab die Welt. Jeden soll sein Freilach, wir haben sein Dread, wir haben sein Dread. Treibt uns von die Dieres, 
schneit uns ob die Bett. Jeden soll sein Freilach, wir haben sein Dreh, wir haben sein Dreh. Ei, 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 Mordechai Gebertig, who uh, was shot by the Nazis uh, in the Krakow camp. But his songs, his songs live on. Tonight I'm going to be teaching a class that will focus more on, on much of the poetry and songs that comes from this time period as part of a larger lecture on spiritual resistance uh, during the Holocaust. But I see these songs in particular, you know, these, these last two as such testaments to just that. Often we talk of armed resistance, we think of the partisans and the fighters, but this gives us a whole other type of uh, resi- it's a resistance of the spirit to, have, to still sing, to still live life as Jews amid times of unspeakable horror um, is a testament to the perseverance, I think, of the, of the human spirit and also to, to, um, to a certain resiliency uh, that we Jews have, well, we've certainly seen this past uh, week, um, and that uh, continues on. The last song is a song uh, that also comes, comes from post, uh, post-war, from the displaced persons camps. And one of the most well-known Yiddish uh, poets and partisans from that time period was a man known as Shmerka Kaczyginski. And Kaczyginski would travel all along Eastern uh, Europe to the displaced persons camps where he would collect songs and poems that were written in that, during that time period. And it's from his research that we have much of the material from, from, from the ghettos and the camps. And so this is a song from his collection, but written by uh, poet Moshe Knapais, who was a survivor from Warsaw and spent the rest of his years in South America. And the song is um, Am Yisrael Chai, the Jewish people lives. Open the doors, open the gates. Enough already, enough of the sadness. With flags unfurled, freedom's banner finally waves. Fundi bunkers, fundi leche, from the bunkers and the peoples. Steigen vel mir will ascend even higher. Val mir sorgen, am Yisrael chai, for we say am Yisrael chai. Wider oifgein wet os leben, under mit atiken geben, vel mir dos als was is farbei. Legt a ziegel zu a ziegel, Hiber uns gespreidi fliegel, hoter goirol, am Yisrael chai. Our lives will be rebuilt and will give a healing, a fixing for all that is in the past. Lay brick to brick, spread, the, spread your wings over us, the wings of our fate, am Yisrael chai. Es scheint die Sun schon wieder, the sun is shining yet again. Durch Tränen scheint das Glück and through tears, our joy pierces. Zum Leben Schwester, Brüder, to life, sisters and brothers. Mikherden sich zurück, we are returning. Es scheint die Sonne schon wieder, durch Tränen scheint das Glück. Zum Leben Schwester, Brüder, Mikherden sich zurück. 
How much terror has passed. And we, as we bravely withstood it all. Ghettos lagas full mit pain geschrei, ghettos and camps full of a screeching type of pain. Yiddish folk ablibens and in me we remained a Jewish people. Uns wird wieder unser Zemmer, as our melody continues, weit verklingen, am Yisrael chai, even far out into the distance, am Yisrael chai. Yiddish loschen, mam et loschen, Yiddish language, the mother tongue. Nit verstummt und nit verloschen, not silenced nor lost. Ois geschält is schoen von pain und wei, exposed already as our pain and suffering. Von die aschen, von die stäuben, from the ashes, from the dust. Wie a fon ad ois gehäuben, like a flag unfurled. Hoben mir es am Israel chai. Am Yisrael, Am Yisrael, Am Yisrael 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 Chai. Oh, Am Yisrael Chai. Am Yisrael Chai. Am Yisrael, Am Yisrael, Am Yisrael Chai. Am Yisrael Chai, Am Yisrael Chai. Am Yisrael, Am Yisrael, Am Yisrael Chai. Gut gesungen, we'd say in Yiddish, nicely sung. I'll just close and say these songs. Um, and I mentioned this in the, in the beginning of the packet, come from anthologies of Yiddish uh, music that my grandparents compiled. My grandparents, Yossel and Chana Lotik, um, were referred by Isaac Beshevis singer, the Nobel laureate, as the Sherlock Holmes of Yiddish song. They would, they would go out um, uncovering um, unearthed or lost Yiddish songs. They had a column in the foreword, in the Yiddish Daily Forward, uh, long before Facebook and social media, where they would invite friends to submit snippets of songs or poems that people remembered from the old country and from growing up, and um, and so that's and from f from those columns they compiled anthologies of Yiddish music, uh, and a klezmer revival uh, was born. Now you can look online or I'll go on iTunes and hear renditions of these songs. But I posit, as a Jewish educator, um, as a rabbi that these songs offer us a certain type of entry point into the Jewish experience, the Jewish lived experience, uh, the Jewish story that's different than um, our, tr our classical and traditional texts and certainly dif different than um, dry history books. They come from the people, uh, for the people, and paint, a, I think, a vivid picture of what Jewish life uh, looked like. So thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm happy to take some questions if folks have. Yes, sir. Where the Jewish language came, Yiddish. What's that? Where the Yiddish came up, how? How did Yiddish come to be? Yiddish um, is, has a whole history to it. It's a mixture of Hebrew and German and some Ukrainian and, and Russian, but it's been spoken, spoken for about a thousand uh, years or so. Now there are many dialects and different forms of of the language, the language that you know in the in Hasidic Brooklyn in Williamsburg and the like, 
you won't be singing these songs, right? Because Yiddish there is a means to, uh, is a means. English is treif, English is forbidden. Hebrew is uh, is Lashon is, HaKodesh, is, is sacred. So Yiddish is the vernacular, is the spoken, uh, is the spoken word. But the writings of Shalom Aleichem or Yid Lamed Peretz, the great Yiddish authors in these songs, wouldn't be touched because it's a piece of secular history. So the ultra-Orthodox would not be singing uh, these songs. These songs that we know, Hava Nagila, yes. Okay, is this Yiddish because I used to... That's not Yiddish. That's a Hebrew song. There's a whole documentary about Havana Gila that was recently out that you can... That's a Hebrew too. Yes. Do you still sing a sort of Yiddish rap with Hebrew and English words mixed in as well as you used to do in 2007 when I first heard you? Yes. <laughs> We'll see. I, 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 Yiddish was my first language, and growing up, I learned Hebrew from camps and schools, so I, I write as well in, in, in Yiddish and in Hebrew. If we have time, mate, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Can we have an example? <laughs> just, just a comment. Uh, I don't know about other people here who grew up in houses where our parents spoke Yiddish, Right, but it was the secret language. Yes, correct. When they didn't want us right. to know what they were talking about. So other than music, when we would sing Yiddish songs or curse words, right. we did not know a lot. No, there are quite a number of Yiddish curse words. But the, the, curse, the curse words are really not as colorful as the curses. The curses are, you know, Zolzleben via chandelier, hanging by togun, brennen by nacht. You should live like a chandelier, hang by day and burn by night. Or... Um, <laughs> that all of your teeth should fall out except for one, and that one should have a toothache. You know, those, 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 what's that? Right, so, vox and via civila, right. Live like a, a radish, and like an onion. Head in the ground, right. So Yiddish has, a, has a, of course, a rich and colorful history, but like so many immigrants, right, it was the, it was the language of the past, right? It was the language of the, of the home country. And so as folks moved to America or wherever else, they adopted the language of the, of the host country. Um, yes? I have just a comment similar to Clyde. I grew up with my grandparents. We lived in the same town, and from school, I'd go for matzo ball soup at lunch and stuff like that. But they spoke Yiddish completely till I was eight years old. Then we moved, and another set of grandparents that spoke Yiddish to me occasionally. But you know what? I know it all. I know everything. You understand? I, under, I appreciate it. <clears throat> right. right. That's why I... It was a matter of survival. Right, yeah. right. If you wanted to know what was for dinner. They were talking about... Right. There's a, there's a song by Mark Varshavsky, uh, which people think to be a folk song. He, he was a lawyer turned poet that Shalom Aleichem discovered, um, and he wrote a song known as Oifen Pripachik. Have people heard of that song? So Oifen Pripachik means by the fireplace. Oifen Pripachik by a brenta fireolun in stubis haste, and it's warm in the house, and the teacher is teaching little children the Aleph Beis, the Hebrew alphabet. 
Zetsche Kinderlach, see children, Gedenk Shetaira, remember dear ones, Vosia Leren Da, what you're learning here, say it again and again, come its alafont. But the second verse says, Azirvet Kinderlach El when you children will become old. Vetir Alein Fashtein, you yourselves will understand. Viful in the oasis how many tears rest in these letters? Un vifil gevain, and how much pain? Viful in the oasis ligentreden, un vifil gevain. Zetche kindelach, gedenkche tayere, vosir leren do. Zokche nochamol, un take nochamol. So, you know, I posit that that's part of why this, the language was not transferred in, in such a way, too. Because of the trauma, the traumatic pain and pain-stained memory that, some, that was associated with the language. But... Of course, it wasn't only pain and suffering. There were songs of love and, and life as well, but um, it's managed to stay in our sort of Jewish consciousness, even if we don't understand all the words. Yes? Rabbi, you mentioned Workman's Circle. When I grew up, my mother's family always talked about Workman's Circle, Workman's Circle camps. Was everything done in Yiddish? Yeah, the Workman's Circle was... a. Was a Yiddish fraternal community organization that was devoted to Yiddish culture and Yiddish language. But and they had a camp. Um, they yeah they were Bundists right so were Jewish socialists. Um, but you know that was one of many Yiddish camps and Yiddish speaking camps. There was Hemshech and Boiberik and um, a whole a world that doesn't quite exist in the same way. Although ki Camp Kindering, which is the camp of the Workmen's Circle still exists, but with um, very little Yiddish or Jewish content, for that matter. Rabbi. Yes. Worker Circle, when I came to this country, helped me with medicine, helped me with health, yeah. helped me to become American. Yeah. Did a lot of things for people who came to America legally. Yeah. yeah. Legally, <laughs> I don't know. Legally, they helped. Yeah. They, um, they, they worked, I mean, they, the Abitading, it literally means the workers circle, and so it was uh, devoted to helping, helping Jewish immigrants acclimate into, into America. They also get a new, good newspaper, too, in Yiddish. Did they? they a good newspaper. Yeah. I remember it when I yeah. came here. Do they still make the Forowitz? Yeah, the, well, the, for, the Forowitz is now, it's, it's in English online, of course, but that's weekly in English, but the Yiddish version is monthly and actually also online, too. So you can... Yes, Rabbi. Um, is there a resurgence of people wanting to learn Yiddish, and are there online opportunities? There, there certainly is. You know, across across the country, in you know, in college campuses, young people are are signing up to study Yiddish and take Yiddish, um, and there are Yiddish folk arts festivals. Um, you know, klezmer retreats that actually are, are, are take place all over the world in in Montreal and Toronto and out west and in New York. Um, and so uh, there's, there's quite a resurgence. I mean, it, it will never become, obviously, the, the spoken vernacular of the Jewish people. Um, but, um, if, you know, my father, who is the artistic director of the National Yiddish Theater of the Volkspina, which is the oldest Yiddish theater, 
um, in the world. He says um, that you know it's really not meant to to rival um, Hebrew. It's meant to just serve as another pathway, another entry point into Jewish uh, life and civilization. So. Um, but there is quite a resurgence. And you can check out online, the Workman Circle online, I think, has classes and, and other types of, there are other resources, too. Rabbi, in Israel, they're starting to teach the kids Yiddish. Yeah, in, Yid in Israel. The last few years. Yeah. Israel, Israel has a state, you know, Israel has a state-sponsored Yiddish theater. There's, um, you know, outside of the ultra-Orthodox communities, there's, um, Yiddish has a presence in Israel. It wasn't always the case, but it's certainly the case today. Um, Besheva Singer said Yiddish has been dying for the past thousand years and will continue to die. Um, all right. Yes, sir. Uh, you, can you imagine that uh, much of Jewish life is understood through suffering and death as, and publicity in the literature? Uh, many of us have been fans of Elie Wassel and his nights and tragedies to say something about the events of this last, uh, this last week in Pittsburgh? Sure. I was actually just in Pittsburgh. Um, I went on Sunday morning when I, um, I heard the news sat at last Saturday afternoon. But I, I first want to respond to, um, to something you said. I don't, I, if I did say that, I misspoke. But um, I don't actually believe that much of Jewish life, it, I mean, it can, Jewish life can certainly be understood through song, right? But I don't know that um, much of Jewish life is only through suffering or, or pain. You know, Wiesel was a, f a family friend of my grandparents and wrote um, a foreword uh, to one of their anthologies of Yiddish song during the Holocaust. And he said, you know, it's an obligation for this book to be found in every Jewish home, not because it's an obligation to cry, but because it's a duty to sing. Um, and so I think, I think that's, you know, that's really why I bring these songs. When I showed my dad some of the material that I was preparing, he said, you could have infused a bit more joyous material in it. <laughs> but um, coming off of this past week, um, my heart was not in that place. And so that, that's sort of dictated the, the material that I, that I so chose. Um, I'm not sure what else to say specifically to that end. You know, it's uh, unfortunate. It's an un it was a tragic um, occurrence that really rocked the city of Pittsburgh and the whole Jewish community all over the world. Um, and we're still reeling from that. You know, in Jewish in Jewish law, there's uh, a period known as aninut, which is suffering, and that's the period from when the, when the person dies till they're buried, and then once they're buried a new period takes over called Avelut, which is mourning. Um, but the period of Aninut, of suffering, the, you know, the, per the mourner is not obligated in commandments, not obligated to pray, to, to participate in, in communal life and activity. And so we as a people are still very much in the Aninut period, in the suffering period, because there are bodies that are still haven't quite been buried just yet. Um, so it's a very raw moment, I think, in, in, in Jewish American in the Jewish American story. Um, but it's also why I, you know, I find it powerful to sing these songs. Um, you know, my, my grandmother, my mother's mother who's still living is a Holocaust refugee and uh, from Berlin. 
And she always notes, she says, this isn't Kristallnacht. In Kristallnacht, when you call the police, the police come to make sure that the fire doesn't spread to the other building. Um, and so, uh, you know, we, we, it's, that's, it's a key difference. Still, there's a growing resurgence of anti-Semitism that is, that is certainly frightening. But these songs serve as a type of um, spiritual antidote, certainly as a type of uh, example of what spiritual resistance might look like, which is that even amid a unspeakable horror and suffering, we still live. We still live, and we write, and we sing, and we create, and uh, come to hear young rabbis teach Yiddish music and Yiddish history. So the story continues. Yes. And just one last thing that I want to say, in, in light of, of the people who are here today, it's, it's a huge difference between, between Kristallnacht and, and, and our situation here, is the support, the tangible support that we have had of members of all faith communities. and so. To our brothers and sisters from our from our neighbors uh, from Lord of Life, thank you very much. We want to be. Uh, we're here uh, both out of curiosity for what you are yeah. today, so wonderful, so beautiful, but also out to share solidarity with you as thank people you. of God. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'll say, when I went to Pittsburgh, um, I met with a, a pastor there. And he reminded me the words of, of, one, of a, one of those great Pittsburgh uh, citizens, uh, Mr. F Pastor Fred Rogers, who said, you know, in times of tragedy, always look for the helpers. Um, and there are far more uh, helpers, um, brothers and sisters in solidarity, than there are uh, those who seek to sow hatred and division. So thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>